0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on e V93.7.
1: Well, we were talking about things that you've walked out on, and bad movies were mentioned, dates were mentioned, uh, jobs, and haircuts, a bad haircut. People have walked out on that. Tom actually had some research online and some pictures of where the police got involved because the haircut was so bad.
2: (laughs) Well, a lot
3: of these people just walked out or got arrested in the middle of their haircut. So they're like, they didn't have the full haircut done, and they didn't get a chance to finish it because they were arrested and it's pretty funny and then there are men and women who yeah. had this happened okay uh and there's a bunch of different ones so well, it's not just once well
1: and it has happened too and you know terry ann who's helped us out on torch tuesdays and supplied you know hair for us before <laughs> when we need like itch powder <laughs> uh, she's on the line right now and uh she uh has been walked out on or had to, uh, i guess someone walk out on her tell us your story
4: I have. She uh, got a perm, uh-huh. <laughs> and she hated it. <laughs>
2: she,
4: that's what she asked for. Yeah. But after she saw it, she was shocked. because She was like, oh, my God, just stop. Just stop. <laughs> 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 At that point, it was too late to stop because she already had the perm. So. <laughs> <laughs>
1: stop. Just stop. Stop what you're doing. Just Walk stop. away. That's what they were just saying. Stop. Yeah. Put the scissors down. <laughs> or or the perm juice, whatever it is, Is perm juice, step away. Put the perm solution down, step away. Well, you know, and I've got some ways, I guess, how to break up with your hairdresser if you are are having some bad experiences with your hairdresser. And so we'll let you go because I'm afraid that, uh, and I'm not breaking up with you or anything just to let you know. We're not breaking up. <laughs> you know, Terry will be stalking me like, you're going to get your hair cut. I'll be in a store I'll somewhere. I you down. <laughs> your mama is. I know. Well, thank you for sharing that story with us this morning. All right. I love you. I love you. Okay. So how to break up with your hairdresser. Have you ever had to do that, Tori?
4: Uh, no, but I did leave in tears one time because they turned me bright orange instead of blonde. (laughs) And I didn't say a word. I just walked out and was like, thank you.
1: Well, for most guys, we'll just stop going. It's kind of like, you know, a relationship.
4: (laughs) Just stop showing up to the relationship. (laughs) And and
1: quite frankly, Tom, I know that your wife cuts your hair now, uh, but you have gone to different hairstylists over the years. You don't care who cuts your hair, really, do you?
3: I'll usually just walk in and whoever they hand me off to, it's okay. (laughs) I don't really need a complicated cut. I just need it short and, you know, something I can comb it back or something. Well, hairstylists
1: (laughs) and consultant hairstylists say that you need to just say, have the we need to talk a conversation. (laughs) Yeah, and give the stylist a heads up, leave them a message ahead of time that says we need to talk. So they're in, you know, the mood and they're ready for this, you know, thing that's about to come. Why? Why?
4: Just make sure they're not holding the scissors when you tell them. Why would you
3: do this? I mean, there's a reason that men just ghost their hairstylist. (laughs) Well, I know men, but how about ladies? But why wouldn't you just ghost them?
4: Yeah, just stop showing up.
1: I I just
3: don't see why you you would do the confrontation. You've
1: created a relationship. You may have had these people for three or four years. It's hair.
5: Yeah. It will grow back. The, the The biggest complaint for me is when people complain it's too short. Oh, they cut my hair too short. Look how short they cut my hair. It's going to grow back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Unless, mm-hmm. Or unless that's a wig. So well, you head. know what? And I don't
1: think hairstylists can do the same thing every time. Why you not? You know what I'm saying? Well, with yours, Tom, it's like buttered toast. It's easy. You know, you just cut your hair. But for ladies, they got to dye their hair. There's all kinds of different
5: yeah. formulas. You and sit there under that dryer. Concoctions and, right? and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah. Yeah, I don't ever say, I sit down and say, you do it, and she does it. Well, how to break up with your
1: hairdresser, they say keep it short and sweet. Have a conversation with your hairdresser is um, the right thing to do just to keep it very short and don't overexplain yourself because that makes it really awkward.
4: It is awkward when they're like, do you want to go ahead and book your next appointment? But they did a horrible job, so you have to be like, yeah, I'm going to check my schedule first. I'll get back for you.
2: Now, you're saying no.
3: keep it short and sweet. Are you yeah. talking about the hair? No, no,
1: the breakup with the hairdresser. That's what I
3: tell them when I go
1: in to get the haircut. I'm okay. like, keep it short and sweet. <laughs> okay, thank you. Don't sweat it. They say be straightforward and friendly a nice way, especially if you've been going to the hairstylist for a long time. Uh, you don't want to burn a bridge there. You can blame it on the economy too if you need to, if you need an excuse. Like, you know, money's tight right now and that $130, you know, cut and perm is going to be uh, a lot of money for me.
4: 130? Where are you going? That's cheap, is it?
3: What? Yeah, yeah.
4: it's roughly 200 bucks.
1: Not
3: for us.
4: Oh, guys like get well, what
3: 1999,
1: 1399.
4: Yeah, yeah I know, I could sell. <laughs> <laughs> I can't sell. Mine's Aww. a
5: little expensive too, but Susan does a great job.
1: Uh, have a backup plan, another hairstylist, you know, on the side there to get, you know, just got to make sure, <laughs> because you, you, even if you're having a bad haircut, you want to make sure you got somebody there. You know, but, I
3: don't mean this anyway any way mean, but it's funny to me that you spent so much, but then you let it grow out for like five months yeah. to where it's just crazy. Well, it's like you it, don't care then, but you do care when you get it cut.
5: I don't know what you mean.
3: Well, like you don't care that it grows out so far that it's not really a uh, as good a look Well, you anymore. had the Justin
1: Bieber look there for a while, and that was kind of cool. Like, and now, like you backed off. For me,
3: when I let my hair grow out for a long time, it looks like crap eventually. Yeah,
5: So it, it, only, it only looks yeah. good when you get the cut.
3: <laughs> so I'm like, you care to get an expensive cut, but then you let it grow out so long that it doesn't look good anymore.
5: I'm working part-time to save up for the next one. Exactly. <laughs> I've been three times this year, yeah. so I, I'm going more often these days. But I'll tell you, I went, you know, working from home a year and three months yeah. in 2020, uh, I didn't get a haircut at all. And... I, I'm ready to let it grow that long again.
4: Tell me about it. I look like Chewbacca. You should have seen me working from home. Uh, no. Oh, Lord, yeah. it was not good. Chewbacca? What? Anyway, they <laughs> say, you know, you're if you're
1: going to break up with your hairdresser, <laughs> you can also give a warning period like, uh, you know what, I'm only going to give you one more chance. Wow. At your, you know, <laughs> do you haircut. not see a problem with this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In any relationship, do what you can to try to make it work. And, uh, you know... <laughs> Even if you're going to have exit. uh, This isn't like you have
3: kids together. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to do all this.
1: Well, and they say always end things on a positive note just in case you need to go back. You you know, hairstylist (laughs) You know, that you, your new hairstylist may not work out. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you didn't burn that bridge.
5: You can go back to him here after a couple months or so. Yeah, what about getting broke up by your stylist? I know, right? <laughs> oh, no. I know of two different stories of two different stylists that have actually had a complainer sitting in the chair just complaining the whole time. And finally, both of them are like, I think you need to find somewhere else to go because I don't Dang. seem to be freezing you. So the girl got up and walked out. Get Never up, came back. Get up! She said, I don't need that in my shop because it's bringing me down. Negativity,
1: yeah. yeah. And you even work with people and have that kind of environment. Yes. We wish you could just say, hey, get
5: out. Just get out. Well, you know, you can't even know who to judge
3: on that situation. Like, was it the hairstylist just not doing it right or was it the person being unrealistic? No,
5: it's the person being unrealistic. unrealistic and every time that she would come in, she would sit there and complain. Complain, like every mm-hmm. time. So why come back if you don't like what I, she's yeah, doing? Yeah, I don't get it. So that. every time she complains, but she still makes an appointment.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so not well, some people
5: just got to drive. That's just the way they go
1: through life. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. True. All right. <laughs> I don't even think I've helped this morning. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> not
5: I've I, caused problems. I'm glad I got mine cut this week. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on V93.7.
3: There is a TikTok trend that's causing problems on some tourist areas, and I thought I'd warn people about it because it could happen right here in South Carolina. I've not even heard
1: of this, and I'm a -a TikTokaholic. Well, you (laughs) might
3: have. You may just not know what it is yet. What is it? Apparently, there's a new TikTok trend this summer of digging as big a hole as possible at the beach. Mm Mm-hmm. That's it. You just dig as big a hole as possible and have a picture of the hole or yourself in it. Now, the problem comes is that some of these holes are as big as five feet wide and five feet deep. Wow. And if they don't fill it in afterwards... Then it can cause trouble, especially yep. at dusk or in the dark, when someone walks and falls down oh. five feet into a hole.
1: Oh, I see.
3: Uh, they okay. say also could be bad for turtles, who can get stuck in them, yeah. and then they can't do their egg-laying thing. And mm-hmm. uh, it's also just generally dangerous for any uh, police vehicles, any of those four-wheelers that they sometimes take out on the beach. Well, yeah, and yeah. driving along, it's dark, and they pff, just fall down in a hole. Five feet.
1: Have you ever tried to do that? Cover yourself completely up at the beach, you know, with just your head showing. And yes. I mean, there's the one. I I know a lot of us do it, but there's the, the cheap way of doing it, and it doesn't sound like that's the way they're doing it. What's We're, the
5: cheap way? Well, you
1: just kind of cover yourself up.
5: Yeah, you got a mound. Yeah, you got a mound. Right. But when you
1: do it like that, it's like work. That's the last thing I want to do at the beach. <laughs> I don't want to dig a five foot hole at
5: the so beach. I'm I already going to be
1: sweating.
3: I saw one of the pictures here, yeah. and yeah. they literally have a shovel yeah. in this
5: hole. I'm like, that's too much work. Yeah. big hole. I was buried one time until the sand crab started coming out around my head. Oh, oh no. my goodness. Yeah, so I'm like, get me out, get me <laughs> out. Uh-huh. <laughs> sense. I don't even like playing in the sand, to be yeah. honest mm-hmm. with you. We'll play bocce ball or whatever that. Oh, it gets everywhere. String toss. Mm-hmm. Um, sand gets in your crevices Black and stuff. Yeah,
1: yeah. I don't like that. And I was, I was watching a TikTok where a lady was walking along, and she, like, stops and says, what is this? And they pull up this b- creature. And it was like, it was like I don't even know what it was. It was like alien creature. What was it? It was like a stingray-looking thing. Okay. And she goes, I will never walk on the beach because it was just laying right under the surface of the sand. Nice. So you could step huh. on that. Yeah. So, well, thank you for that. <laughs> <nice. Ray>. um,
3: <laughs> so when I go to the beach, I always try to dig a hole, too. And I don't know how they do it because mine fills with water almost immediately. And it's like you think you're going to dig down, and then all of a sudden water starts coming from underneath. And then the tide comes in, and you start building walls to try to keep it from filling up your castle, and it just washes them down immediately, and you realize you never stood a chance. But I guess these people are going way up on the shore. You know, I'm at the beach to relax. Me too. I know, right? I'm
1: not
5: going to get out there. I mean, I just I'm going to sit there and have my beer and go get in the ocean to pee. I
4: mean, <laughs> that's my life. Well,
1: nowadays, people will do anything for that one picture, that one little picture where yeah. your head's, you know, up you know, or you're buried in the sand and like all that work for the, I you can do a filter do you know what just take my head and paste it on some sand <laughs>
2: well
3: the thing for me is that i do start thinking about buried treasure when i get there Cato. and i'm like wouldn't it be cool if i was the lucky person who dug up some gold doubloons or something no i'll
5: push you in the hole and take it
1: i'm not <laughs> gonna tell you but what kind of treasure have you really ever found at the beach We well, found those... a band-aid and several coins yeah, I mean, even the old geezers, they'll go with those metal detectors, and they're dee, like, dee, dee, and they never find hardly
5: anything.
4: Found a fishing hook one time with my toe.
5: Oh, cool. Yeah, well, yeah,
4: that hurt.
5: <laughs> we, had a, we were at the beach with family, and this older man was... Going up the beach, had his mm-hmm. headphones on, doing the uh, metal detecting. Mm-hmm. My nephew would walk in front of him, drop a quarter and bury it, <laughs> yeah. drop a quarter and bury it. So the man was picking up quarters down the beach, <laughs> thinking he was finding treasure. It <laughs> was my nephew playing a joke on him.
1: A friend of mine was at the beach with her daughter, and said they were swimming. There was the guys out in you know further on out, and as they were just they were sitting there, and they were like waist high. The water was waist high, and come, here comes a floater. And What's it's, a floater? you know Is a fish? no not a fish oh
2: no it was someone had, someone had used the bathroom
1: it, <laughs> it went between them it no. was like yes Gross. i know and the guy's out there was you know one of them
5: He's
4: so. just out there smiling. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. feels so good so, now.
1: <laughs> that's what she found at the
5: beach. I've come close to having to do that. Yeah. That's yeah. why when I am set up on the beach, either we have the house on the beach or there's public restrooms or a porta john that I can get to. I think I would like to do that.
3: That would be kind of like giving birth in a, the way women do in this little tubs? <laughs> I,
5: don't I think water so. Water birth, that's <laughs> what that is. Have, it's nine pounds, six ounces. Well, no, let's, go cool. to, let's go to Anderson Beach. Yeah. <laughs> let's try Tom, it out. I like the ocean heartwalk. better. Alright,
1: we want to do an audience participation torture Tuesday. If you can all meet us on a Tuesday morning, Tom's going to be in the water. No. It'll be
3: warm, dude. It'll
1: be water participation.
3: I don't know about fresh water, but in the ocean, I think that'd be kind of neat. Mm. I don't know why, I just I would like to try that.
1: Why, frankly, with that salt Water there, it's kind of like a you know a
5: homemade bidet. <laughs> oh, great! A little scruffy, you know just, that salt water. Just bend over when the waves are coming in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's like a sandblaster back there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> clean. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B ninety three point seven.
1: Boy, we've had some hot temperatures here lately, and are you a sweater? You know, not the warm wool thing, but... I'm more the, of a cardigan. Yeah. Uh, it's not that. It's not that. <laughs> it's uh, someone who sweats too much. Yes. A oh. sweater. Are you a sweater? Yes. Okay. So you have I'm, those brinked armpits. I'm wet right now. Oh, really? <laughs> my, they stay
5: wet. When I'm cold, they're wet. When mm-hmm. I'm hot, they're wet. And sometimes if I'm sitting at home with no shirt on, watching TV, it... Sweat just starts dripping down the side. <laughs> so I have to put a shirt on. I'm really thinking yeah. of Botox. I was about Honda. to ask
3: if you considered Botox because that's just amazing.
5: I have, but I, I don't think I want to put botulism in my you know, system. It,
3: but here's the thing. If you just don't remind yourself it's botulism, then it's not like any. It's just another
1: shot. Yeah. Well, maybe you uh, have hyperhidrosis or something like that. It's the official name for it where you sweat too much and you need to see a doctor. I and they'll know. give him Botox.
3: Yeah, <laughs> probably so.
5: This is why I wear uh, a lot of dark clothes, because if I buy, like, the light-colored pastels shirts, yeah, like the yeah. Old Navy has sometimes, yeah. then my underarm sweat turns like a dark blue. My uh, wife says you could probably use some of those pads that they sell for women. Panty liners, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: thought, I about, thought using about those, it.
3: too. I thought about it. Just, you
1: know what? I sweat, too. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I do, like, <laughs> I'll do the um, land landscaping, bodyscaping. And because my armpit hair is at the beach, you don't want to have like a big old tuft of hair hanging out. I trim your arm. <laughs> so I will trim my
5: armpit hair. Yeah, I do too.
1: And sometimes that will make it, you sweat, not sweat more, but you have more
5: wetness in that area. I'm just taking a little off the top. I'm not. I'm, <laughs> I'm not you want a flat
1: top.
3: That's what you yeah. always say, but then they take more than you wanted, you know.
5: No, no, you don't
1: do that at the, you don't have someone do that for you. Oh, you, you could. Know? Yeah. You're doing your own
5: manscaping down there. Oh, I got offered yeah. that one time at a salon. <laughs> Whoa, I would have been like, okay, yeah. Let's yeah, I was roll. like, hey, we do manscaping right. now. Would you, would you like to try it? I'm like, not nah, today. Oh, wow. I would have been like, I,
2: sign me up. Well, yeah, He would have done it.
1: Oh, never mind. Yes. <laughs> Bikini wax down there. All right, so Tom's done that for Torture Tuesday. I did. Mm-hmm. All right, so anyway, here's f- uh, four things you can do if you sweat way more than you would like.
3: I think we covered them, right? No. Panty
1: liner, Mm-mm. Botox. None of those were even mentioned. Stay home and cry. Change what you eat. You already probably know that spicy foods can make you sweat. I don't, don't know if you know they're not.
5: I don't eat a lot of spicy foods, but I do like spice.
1: But things like processed sugar, caffeine, and alcohol can also raise your body temperature and make you sweat, especially at oh, night.
5: That explains it. <laughs> <laughs> buy four cups of coffee in the morning there and buy four cases of beer at night. There you go. You're just <laughs> sweating Budweisers.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Recycle. I'm man. just
5: gonna get a, one of those red Solo cups and put in the armpit. Oh, not bad. That's,
2: funny. That's one. Not of, bad. you know
1: what? It's, it's one of those, you know, craft beers. It's Kato Craft.
2: <laughs>
1: no. All right, drink more water. way to stop you from being so wet is to increase your internal wetness, is what they say. If you drink more water, <laughs> it will help regulate your body temperature, and that stops you from sweating. I had the doctor tell me to drink
4: less. I don't think that's true. I drink a lot of water, and I don't want to say I sweat, but I definitely glisten when I'm outside. Oh, you glisten. <laughs> is
1: glistening good?
3: I think I'm, it is.
4: I think it's the Southern Bells way of sweating. Do you have
1: shiny skin? Are you calling me oily? No, no, no. Just, oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. It's, it's <laughs> are you calling me oily? That's pretty cold. Not at all. Move <laughs> on. What? I feel all like right. I missed something? No,
3: just—I've never. It's almost like in a movie or something. You would have like you know, in the clueless, you know, Alicia Silverstone or somebody going, "Are you calling me oily?"
4: As if. <laughs> See, it's just, it would be
2: like
1: something women would say in a cat fight. Right now, I'm calling you sweaty. You are a sweater. I'm a glistener. Buy products designed for the sweaty people. They're out there. There's a whole market of products out there for people who need help with excessive sweating. Special deodorants uh, for all over your body in case. And we <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. you yeah. Remember when we had that lady call in, she's talking about she, she, uh, in the summertime, she was sweating under her boobs. <laughs> and she put deodorant under there. Okay. Did that work? You don't remember that conversation? That's I mean,
2: <laughs> that's not.
1: one that has stuck in my mind for years.
3: I remember the conversation, but I don't remember whether that worked for her or not. Yeah,
1: that's why she did
3: it. Oh, I thought maybe she was just trying it, because I'm thinking that would be another one where the, the panty liners might would
1: work. Well, there's Tuck wipes. Right under there. Stick them on. There's wipes and all kinds of uh, stuff out there, even electronic anti-sweat machines. Oh wow, whatever, that? That you can use at home. <laughs> <don't> Electrocute you if <laughs> you start know. to sweat. Uh-uh. And then finally, they say if you are a sweater and you sweat too much, wear more breathable clothing. Wear clothes made uh, of cotton, linen, and silk, and avoid things like polyester, denim, and fleece. Yeah. There's your other problem, Kato. You <laughs> have
5: on some fleece this morning. Well, I'm cold in here, yeah. but I'm still sweating. I like that. Uh, what's that fabric? Dry Yes, mm-hmm. I do like that. Well, you they,
0: got so. the
1: Lululemon stuff that cost about $90, well, $9,900 for a pair of pants. I don't think I'll buy those. I went to Lululemon <laughs> and I was so shocked. But well, they yeah. were you doing at Lululemon? I accidentally fell in there.
3: <laughs> <laughs> You're a weird dude. Um, I guess I'm, I'm with you, Kato. I don't think I would spend that much money trying to fight that.
4: You look so cute, though, as you drip in sweat. People would be like, look at her Lululemon. <laughs> mm. I <laughs>
3: in trouble saying that once.
1: I just hate that yellow <laughs> armpit stain that you have on your white T-shirts and stuff. And they get stiff. That cannot be attractive. <laughs> I know, over time, yeah. like your deodorant makes, yeah.
5: That's when you donate them to charity. <laughs> <laughs> Gross! It's <laughs> <laughs> just wrong, Kato.
2: I know, <laughs> I
0: feel
5: bad doing it. Okay.
0: It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B 937 Well, you know what? We got
1: Fourth of July cookouts going to be coming up before you know it. And there's one thing worse at a cookout than some idiot acting like a know-it-all, ruining it for everybody else.
3: What's that thing that's worse?
1: That's two idiots who are married to each other. And they are acting the same way. Wow. I have the most annoying couples at your 4th of July cookout. All right. All right. You have the grill masters.
2: Mm-hmm. They're
1: the ones who take over the grill and make sure everybody knows about it, okay? And you're doing it wrong, apparently. And that's why they had to take over.
5: Well, if you've been doing it right, maybe they wouldn't have had to. Well, I mean, huh.
1: it's not your grill to oh. be
5: doing that. So you're at their house. Yeah. yeah. I, and, you know, and sometimes I let them. But I want to sit back. I want to judge them. (laughs) (laughs) Because, you know, I watch a lot of cooking shows. I watch a lot of uh, hacks, grilling hacks. You know, I know how to cook steaks. And it's like you want to tell, yeah, you're leaving that on there too long. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, you you have to have a hot side and a a warm side. And people don't do that. But that's like a backseat driver. I don't say a word. I judge in my mind. (laughs) I have a friend who has never
3: met a steak that he couldn't overcook. (laughs) <laughs> and when I go to this house I'm always like yeah. God I, and I, sometimes I'll bring my own steak and I, I want to beg him like let me cook this please mm-hmm. but sometimes I just eat a ruined steak and just because it's stinks, a friendship though. you know yeah.
1: because you got that one moment where you're going to you know spend the money for this nice mm-hmm. steak and you're going to eat
5: it just the way he burnt it and yeah. see, mm-hmm. and that's the thing, depending on how the cook likes it, because I've been to a cookout where the cook likes his medium well, mm-hmm. so everybody's is getting yeah, the medium be yeah. the yeah. And I'd be, be like, no, don't put mine on yet. I'll tell you when to put it on. Mm-hmm. That's when
4: I bring snacks in my purse, just in case. So if wow. all the food is terrible, I'll like sneak to the bathroom uh, and eat snacks.
1: Eat There's other weird people at the cookout <laughs> too. <laughs> <laughs> I can get some Ritz crackers in my purse.
3: <laughs> you know what <laughs> i really do at cookouts? <laughs> I just to start bringing my own Cokes because oh. so many people don't serve soft drinks anymore. Yeah, it's water. I'm like, that's kind of like a basic thing for a cookout is a sodas. Well, usually we bring our own drinks. Okay. We just, got,
1: this is places where they have them, and, but they just don't have sodas. I got to move on here. Most annoying <laughs> couples are the 4th of July cookout people that bring their own drinks.
3: What? What?
1: (laughs) No. It's the sharers. This is a lovey-dovey couple who share everything. They eat from the same plate. (sighs) They take sips from each other's drinks. Oh, no. And they try each other's desserts, and they sit on each other's laps.
4: Absolutely not. If I have my food cooked and you reach over, you might pull back a nub. That is wow. my food. What do you mean? I'm very territorial over my oh, food. Oh, you're talking
5: about if your husband was to like
4: yes.
1: get some of food.
5: She means she's going to eat his finger. No, I'm hungry. hungry. No, no. <laughs> All right, most
1: annoying couples at the Fourth of July cookout: the boozers. Hey, okay. don't attacked. invite me. No. <laughs> These two are great for, you know, an hour or two. And they bring lots of alcohol, mixed drinks for everyone. But about halfway through the party, they're already, you know, had too much to drink. And they start fighting and they split up and then they complain about each other the rest of the party. Wow.
5: Yeah. Maybe I over described the, okay, the well, that's not me. <laughs> I'm fun throughout the entire well, event. You I'm going gonna, gonna to leave right before y'all go to bed. You are a happy <laughs> kind of drinker. Huh, yeah. I, I help you, clean up. You hug. Yeah. I do. I love you, man.
1: (laughs) All right. The most annoying cookout couples, the performers, every conversation is either bragging about themselves or gossiping about somebody else. So they are the performers or the one-uppers. Like, you know, you're telling a story, oh, I did this one time, but mine's ten times better than yours. (laughs) Right. Then you have the health nuts. These two won't eat anything that anyone else brings, and they ask you to scrape off the grill before you can get, they can uh, you know, cook their veggie no, burger. No, 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 yeah.
2: No, no. I, I brought
1: my veggie patty. If you don't mind, just scrape off the grill and clean it. I don't want the, any you know, grease
5: on it. I do mind, uh, but you could do whatever you want after we're done. <laughs> okay. You know, we had a coworker, and we had the cookout. They had, they had to have their own veggie burgers. Yeah. Well, they got cooked and ate before they even got here. Oh, no. Because no, I guess nobody knew they were veggie burgers. Oh, I didn't get shame. one. but yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I'm like, sorry. And then mm-hmm. finally, most annoying 4th uh,
1: of July cookout couples, the superiors. What are they so superior about? Uh, they want the artisan sausage instead of a burger or patty. We don't mm. have no
3: art sausage. We just got regular sausage.
1: I can't believe they're eating with plastic utensils. I don't even know how to use a spork. Have you never been (laughs) to
5: a cookout before? Oh, these are generic potato chips, not the ruffles. I mean, you know that person before you invite them. Yeah. Okay. So you know how they're going to be. This music is not satisfying for me. Well, that sounds like me. I'm
3: getting kind of annoyed with you right
1: now just hearing you say this. Yeah, but they are the superiors that you cook
3: out. Now, we've been to places where people mm-hmm. like that. They're like, I don't listen to the yeah. private radio. or public. I don't listen to, what do they say? They don't listen to our kind of commercial radio. Yeah. We
1: only listen to, to the well, they'll, educational they'll, radio. They'll just say, I don't listen to you.
3: No, they were like <laughs> specific. They were like uppity. They only listened to like the... I don't know what it is. Just, what that call? S-C-E-TV like, uh, is that called? S C E T V or something? that public mm-hmm. television.
5: Public, public well, access okay. radio. Public access. Anyway, yeah. and so you're like, they're like,
3: they're all <laughs> uppity, and they're like, our music has to have educational content in it.
1: Well, just mm-hmm. to let you know, when you say that about us, and you say we need to have educational content on our show, we're sorry. Okay. We don't know any.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We ain't
3: got none here.
1: Uh, (laughs) Okay. One of y'all said that better than the other.
5: It does hurt my feelings, though, if you're out and about and someone says, I don't listen to you. I just say,
0: oh, I don't either. (laughs) (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?